0: Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRL News, coverage you can count on.
1: I'm Brad Neese, live in the WRL Breaking News Tracker this morning at Highway Patrol Headquarters, where troopers are working to find out who hit and killed a man on Highway 70 overnight.
2: And we're about to move into a wetter pattern starting late this afternoon. And tonight we have the chance of some severe storms. It's a level one risk today, but again tomorrow and Sunday. I'll show you the timeline.
3: Tonight's high school football games will have an added opponent, the heat. How teams are working to keep their players safe as the temperature soars.
4: And former President Trump is remaining defiant after his historic mugshot
3: has taken place here is a travesty of justice. We did nothing wrong. I did nothing wrong.
4: What's next in the Georgia case as six more co-defendants have only a few hours left to turn themselves in. Welcome to your Friday. We have just a few hours to stay in the 70s and then the heat will rise and we will get close to 100 degrees today. I'm
3: Renee Chu. And I'm Ken Smith and Jeff Hogan. Of course, with that in mind, a lot of people have weekend plans thinking about. Let's get back to meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner, the WRO Severe Weather Center. Well, everything's going to shake out.
2: Yeah, along with that heat that we'll see this afternoon, we could see some severe thunderstorms this evening and overnight tonight. The best chance for that will be along the Virginia line. It does include Durham and Orange Counties as well. We'll take a look at what's happening out there. They're kicking things up at around five o'clock because it's going to stay dry until then with some sunshine this afternoon. A little bit of cloud cover this morning, but around 7 p.m. We can start to watch that line of thunderstorms at nine o'clock. It's coming across the line from Virginia, Durham, Raleigh, Rocky Mountain, seeing some storms at around 11 o'clock to midnight and 1 to 3 a.m. from Raleigh, Goldsboro down toward Clinton. So this may wake some folks up, um, some thunder, some lightning and the potential for maybe one or two reports of some wind damage. On Saturday, we'll see partly cloudy skies and the timeline will be a little early. Earlier from say three to five o'clock, we start to see some storms developing from Raleigh southward and westward, and then that's over right around sunset or so. But we have another chance on Sunday of seeing some scattered storms, and one or two of those could produce some wind damage. Tomorrow's severe weather threat is from the Triangle area westward, and then Sunday's is for the uh, entire viewing area. It's a warm and sticky start heading out the door. Temperatures are 75 in the Triangle, mid 60s is our dew point, so it feels warm out there. Our high temperature in the upper 90s for this afternoon, and that means a high heat index too. Um, With the dew point keeping in the mid to upper 60s we will feel like 103 this afternoon but it could feel even hotter tomorrow so tomorrow we may be under a heat advisory. Tropical storm Franklin as of 5 o'clock starting to strengthen. 60 mile per hour winds by the end of the weekend it's a category 1 storm and then becoming category 2 early next week it'll sit off the coast of North Carolina moving by but will create some high rip current danger and potentially some erosion. And then we have a 70% chance of this storm developing in the Caribbean, and it could move across Florida and off the coast of North Carolina by the middle of next week. I'll show you the forecast models for that coming up, Brian.
0: It is 6.02 right now. We still have some police activity blocking the left lane of 87 southbound right over the News River Bridge. there, leaving Nightdale, heading back toward raleigh a reminder about north carolina's move over law with those flashing lights you do need to move over at least one lane or slow down considerably about a two-minute delay showing up right now overall on 87 southbound coming in from nightdale most of that around the hodge road interchange an earlier crash at 401 at 1010 road appears to be well in the clearing stages there on the north side of fuquay Varina. it also looks like that crash at pool at mlk boulevard in raleigh has largely cleared
3: Breaking news, a man is dead after a vehicle hit him on U.S. 70. It happened in Johnston County near Wilson's Mills around 1.20 this morning. Uh, Brett Nies is in the old breaking news strike outside the State Highway Patrol headquarters. And Brett, the state troopers are uh, looking for help in finding the vehicle that hit this man.
1: Yeah, kind of bizarre situation unfolding overnight. And they are hopeful that somebody may have been driving in this area where this happened and may have seen what happened overnight. Take a look at video from the WRL breaking news tracker of that scene near the Highway 70 and Business 70 interchange. It all unfolded uh, just around 1 30 this morning and now troopers are trying to figure out the exact car that ran over and killed that man. The westbound lanes of Highway 70 were shut down for a couple of hours while investigators collected evidence there. The man was found near a work van where troopers found several open beer cans inside it. I'm working to find out if troopers have identified that man who died. And troopers do know it's a long shot. But if you did happen to drive near US-70 and you saw anything last night, they say go ahead and call the highway patrol. Live in Raleigh, Brittany, WRL News.
4: For the first time in U.S. history, we are looking at the mugshot of a former president. Donald Trump is back in New Jersey this morning at his Bedminster golf club out of a Georgia jail on $200,000 bond. There were other conditions for his release, including not using social media to intimidate co-defendants or witnesses in the case. Early this morning, former Justice Department official Jeffrey Clark became the 13th person to surrender in the case. Six others have until noon today to do so, according to a deadline set by Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis. She is calling for the trial for all 19 people charged in the 2020 election probe to start October 23rd. Now, Trump posted his mugshot to X last night, the platform formerly known as Twitter, in his first post there since January 2021. He added the captions election interference and never surrender. Before boarding his plane to leave Georgia, Trump repeated his baseless claim that the 2020 election was stolen from
3: him. If you challenge an election, you should be able to challenge an election. I thought the election was a rigged election, a stolen election, and I should have every right to do that.
4: Trump's campaign team is seeking to use his mugshot as a rallying cry for donations. Political expert David McLennan with Merida College tells University it may have a different effect.
5: A mugshot makes him
4: seem just like an everyday criminal. And so I think it's going to have that kind of effect on some uh, voters. They're going to look at him differently than they look at him wearing his three-piece suit. Sources told CNN Trump chose to appear defiant in the mugshot, purposefully choosing not to smile. And happening right now in the WREL Live Center, we're following some breaking news out of Charlotte. An officer-involved shooting. One person is dead and another is hurt. This was a domestic violence call at an apartment complex. Uh, medics say that one person was pronounced dead at the scene. Another person was taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. Details are very limited at this time. It is not clear who fired the weapon. Uh, this is the third officer-involved shooting in the greater Charlotte area in the last week.
3: Well, today's dangerous heat is raising concerns about health risks for players in Friday night high school football games. WRL's Kelsey Coffey joining us live now this morning from Broughton High School in Kelsey. Many schools are changing kickoff times to try to avoid the heat.
5: Ken, yes they are. This extreme heat is getting the attention of more than 50 schools across North Carolina and some schools are delaying their kickoff times by about 30 minutes like what's going to be happening here tonight at Broughton High and some schools even moved their games to yesterday like Bunn and Northampton County. Now the North Carolina High School Athletic Association has precautions in place to protect these student athletes like mandatory breaks during practice. Dr. Daniel Park with UNC's pediatric Emergency Department says they're seeing three times the number of young patients in the ER for heat-related illnesses this year. And before you head out the door this morning, remember this.
0: The biggest thing is, is kind of prehydration Do not wait till you're thirsty to drink.
5: And Dr. Park says when we're experiencing extreme heat like this, uh, be sure that that you know all of the signs and symptoms of heat-related illness like increased heart rate, nausea, and vomiting. And if you go to a cool place and are still experiencing those symptoms, then that's when it's time to call 911. Kelsey
4: Coffey, WRL News, live in Raleigh. A a month-and-a-half-long search for Alicia Watts is now over. Her body was found yesterday, just 20 minutes from her Moore County home. The discovery was made near a cemetery in Norman, and that's in Montgomery County, about an hour south of Greensboro. Her boyfriend, James Dunmore, was arrested and charged with her murder. It was the N family and friends feared the most, and they're holding out for justice.
3: I'm so hurt right now. I can't. It's weird.
5: It's very weird, but... Hopefully, this is the closure that we've been looking for.
4: Dunmore has a violent past with prior convictions for kidnapping dating back to 2003. He'll make his first court appearance Monday morning.
3: In just a few hours, more than 50 groundbreaking Marines will be honored with congressional gold medals. The Montfort Point Marines will get the honor of the Lejeune Memorial Gardens in Jacksonville. They were the first black Americans to enlist in the U.S. Marine Corps training at Camp Montfort Point from 1942 to 1949. Marines from more than a dozen states will be honored at today's ceremony. It will be the largest gathering of Montfort Point Marines and their families in more than a decade.
4: A dispute between a hospital system and an insurance company is causing problems for many families.
3: We don't have
2: money
5: for extra gas to drive to these other places to have testing done.
4: How Cape Fear Valley Health is working to help patients get through.
3: And a heads up if you need to go to the DMV. Some hours are being cut as the summer winds down, but other offices will be opening up earlier.
2: And it's going to be an awfully hot day for today. Looking at 98, feeling like 103, and tomorrow feeling like 106, we can see a heat advisory. I'll show you what's coming to bring some cooler air by early next week.
1: As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5
3: HD3.
2: 12 partly cloudy and warm this morning temperatures are in the mid 70s as you're heading out the door a hot afternoon temperatures in the upper 90s. It'll feel more like 102 to 103. Even walking the dog this evening is still going to be really sticky and expect some overnight thunderstorms. Looking into the weekend, we have a chance for some afternoon and evening storms as well. The inner travel powwow at Dick's Park on Saturday. It's going to be a warm one 88 at 11 o'clock 3 o'clock 96, but it could be feeling like 106. So keep that in mind as you make your outdoor plans. Easy days in Cary, 9 to 5 on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, real hot at 97, but cooler Sunday. Sunday will also bring us a better chance for some storms. Some of those could be severe. We have a level one risk on Saturday and Sunday. Coming up, I'll walk you through the timeline.
0: All right, Elizabeth, 613 right now, still trying to get this crash cleared from 87 southbound the Noose River Bridge area there. You can see where they have a tow truck on the scene. Raleigh police also out there. And with those flashing lights, you do need to move over at least one lane as you head through that area. Not seeing any big delays, but as you head around that uh, Hodge Road interchange out toward the Noose River, you're going to run into about a one or two-minute backup through there. Elsewhere around the Triangle, we're looking okay, getting reports of a crash over on the eastern side of Chatham County, working to get some details about that uh, on the east side. of Jordan Lake. I'll have an update in just a few minutes. Right now, though, at least all of our major approaches into Raleigh are looking pretty clear, Ken.
3: And by a bit of a setback this morning. NASA's launching four astronauts to the International space station. Well, it'll have to wait another day. A joint mission with SpaceX was supposed to launch just before four this morning, but it was pushed back because of technical issues. Four astronauts will go on the mission to the space station. They're now scheduled to launch at 327 tomorrow morning.
4: The professional wrestling world is mourning the death of one of WWE's most recognizable names. Wyndham Rotunda, who wrestled under the name Bray Wyatt, died yesterday at the age of 36. No official cause of death has been given. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is one of many stars sharing memories of the former WWE champion. In a post to x The Rock said he always had tremendous respect and love for him.
3: Well, thousands of people are needing to drive farther for hospital care because Cape Fear Valley Health System won't accept United Healthcare insurance. The change went into effect about a month ago and caught many patients off guard. The hospital says the decision centered around a number of issues, including excessive denials of claims by United and unacceptable delays and denials of authorizations for care. It's causing an inconvenience for people who now need to travel to find in-network care.
4: It's a
5: hardship on our families because instead of being able to take off an hour or two to be with us during our surgery, they got to take the whole day off.
3: We reached out to United Healthcare for comment but have not heard back. Cape Valley Health has a hotline and email address to help people who have questions. That information can be found with this story on WREL.com. Three big festivals are happening this weekend in the Triangle.
4: Let's take a look at this week's WRL Out and About Best Bets. The annual (laughs) Lazy Days Arts and Crafts Festival is happening in Cary. There will be work featured from nearly 300 artists from 16 states. There will also be a beer garden, a children's area, and live music. The event runs 9 to 5 Saturday and Sunday. Admission is free.
3: And tomorrow, Hillsborough Street in Raleigh will be busy with a street festival, NC State's Packapalooza, happening from 2 in the afternoon until 10 p.m. The all day family friendly block party will include live music, entertainment, and a whole lot of fun. Admission is free.
4: Dix Park is hosting the intertribal powwow tomorrow from 1130 to 630. There will be competitions, dancing, music, and vendors showcasing the incredible legacy and culture of indigenous communities living in North Carolina. To find out more about these events and others, go to WRAL.com and search Out and About. And when you are out and about, be sure to check the WRL Weather app because we do have unsettled weather this weekend. First, a quiet start for our Friday. Let's check in with meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner. Yes,
2: yeah, so many things happening this weekend. Heat's going to be a big issue for us on Saturday. It's a little cooler Sunday, but we get into a slightly better chance for storms. storm. So as Renee said, download that WRL Weather app, set the alerts to on, and then when the alerts go off, uh, try to find a, a TV or uh, a way to find out what's happening with the weather in case you have a severe storm moving through. It's nice and quiet this morning morning, Goldsboro looking mostly sunny, Apex and Chapel Hill. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds, Chapel Hill, courtesy of Top of the Hill Restaurant. And, of course, there's our Fayetteville newsroom, looking rather dark there still this morning. We have a cluster of thunderstorms diving out of the Great Lakes uh, toward our area. This is going to fizzle before it reaches us, but we will have the potential for uh, a late evening, overnight uh, thunderstorm Uh, cluster that moves through our area for today, and then for tomorrow and Sunday, more of the same. So here's our severe weather threat for today. It's mostly near the Virginia line, but includes Durham and Orange counties, and just because the severe threat is here doesn't mean you're not going to see thunderstorms all the way down through our viewing area. It looks like that cluster makes it all the way to South Carolina overnight tonight. Tomorrow from the Triangle area westward is where we'll have our best chance of severe storms, and on Sunday, the level one risk covers the entire viewing area. Wind damage will be our biggest threat. Tornadoes look less likely with this particular setup. We'll roll through today. We're looking at some cloud cover in spots this morning, but mostly sunny this afternoon. Around 6 or 7 o'clock, we start to see that line of thunderstorms up to our north. Around 9 or 10, it begins to move into our viewing area. Around midnight to 1 o'clock from Durham to Goldsboro. And then finally, by 2 or 3, it moves on out. So this could wake you up in the middle of the night with thunder, lightning, and some heavy rain, possibly an isolated uh, report of some wind damage. Saturday, starting at around 3 or 4, we begin to see some thunderstorms in our our southwestern counties, mainly around the Sandhills, and that dissipates after sunset. And then, of course, another round possible on Sunday. But our chance of rain really bumps up Monday and Tuesday. We'll see a front stalling in our area. And for the beginning of school, for a lot of kids, it looks like it could be fairly wet. in the tropics. We have uh, the latest advisory on Tropical Storm Franklin. It is starting to increase in intensity. 60-mile-per-hour winds, likely to be a Category 1 storm by late in the weekend, becoming Category 2 by early next week. We have high rip current danger off the coast of North Carolina and possibly um, some damage along the coast due to erosion because of some heavy surf. Taking a look at this next system, 70% chance that this one develops in the Caribbean, moves to the coast of Florida, across the panhandle and off the coast of North Carolina by the middle of next week. There's Franklin, but watch the development of this system starting early next week down here uh, in the Gulf of Mexico and possibly mid to late week moves off the coast of North Carolina. That could also cause some issues. A couple more more systems out here in the Atlantic, one fifty percent chance, this one back down to 30 percent chance. So a lot going on. Very hot for us today and tomorrow. Tomorrow we could end up with a heat advisory. One thing, Brian, as we transition to that wetter pattern next week, it will be cooler with highs in the 80s.
0: Looking forward to that. Yes. 620 right now as we check traffic. Want to take you live out to Nightdale. Check in on 87 southbound at the News River Bridge. Good news in the past couple minutes. They have cleared that earlier crash. Still a little bit of heavy traffic moving down the pike there, but moving along fairly well overall. About a one minute delay from 64 business out to the four 40 interchange. A couple of the crashes you need to know about in Raleigh. Still have that one uh, getting cleared from Pool Road at Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. Just getting reports of a crash with injuries on Dixon Drive near North Hills Drive, not too far from the entrance to uh, the park there. And on the eastern side of Chatham County, reports of uh, an earlier vehicle fire and some indication that Farrington Road may still be closed near Hollins Chapel Road north of 64. Just be prepared for a detour in that area, working to confirm that that road still is closed
3: my thanks to hundreds of thousands of people in the midwest are without power this morning a powerful storm caused at least one tornado and left behind widespread flooding we'll show you more of this video
4: and a pilot goes above and beyond to reunite a girl and her doll his mission to make it happen took him halfway around the world
3: and as we head to break you are winning north carolina education lottery numbers
1: What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home.
4: Fans at Beyonce's concert in Arizona were left confused after an apparent technical glitch. Yeah,
0: Brian
3: Schrader is here now with What's Trending.
0: This happened just a few hours ago. Uh, the show came to an abrupt halt when the audio dropped out. I asked the truth. Well, that's weird, isn't it? Uh, Fans (laughs) say that the show stopped for about 10 or 15 minutes, and then uh, Beyoncé came back out there with a new costume, and the show went on. No word on what caused that audio to fail, though.
3: You know the beehive, all forgiving, but fans immediately took to social media. One fan uh, putting on X, hey, she's in a stadium, not a theater, so things can happen. And Mm -hmm. and, and another fan said, well, you know, they can all be quiet, and her voice will still come through and still be clear, so...
4: Like a pro, she went back on stage and those fans would have waited, you know, hours if, you know, to fix that technical
3: glitch,
0: so
4: they wanted to see her.
0: Where was her audio coming from? You know, Uh she was like pantomiming the show there.
3: So Uh what's going on?
0: Uh, You never know what you're going to find hidden away. Take a look at this. A bookstore owner says his wife found this rare Winnie the Pooh sketch wrapped in a towel at the back of a drawer in a cellar, and it's signed by the original illustrator. Goes up for auction next month, and it could fetch more than $25,000. Wow. Yeah,
4: so when they took this to the experts who know about the values of these things, you know, the expert was like, I see reproductions of this all the time, and I tell people, ah, it's not worth anything, but this is the real deal (laughs) with the illustrator's name. And, yeah, it was just forgotten and unloved in a cheap frame, and they found it in the cellar.
3: That's why Mm. I don't throw out those old things just yet.
4: Yeah. Keep them, and
3: they may have value. (laughs) Hey, Brian, thanks. Well, a nine-year-old girl is reunited with her beloved doll thanks to an airline pilot who went the extra mile. Valentina Dominguez left her American Girl doll Beatrice on a plane to Tokyo about three weeks ago. American Airlines pilot James Denon saw a social media post about it. He flies to Tokyo often and decided to track Beatrice down. He spotted the doll in the Lost and Found and brought it back to Texas for Valentina.
1: Thank
3: you. You're welcome.
0: Was he well behaved on the flight?
3: Very well behaved, yes. <laughs> oh, Valentina's family says they are very grateful for Denon and everyone else who helped bring Beatrice home. <laughs>
2: such a sweet story. That pilot has to be a dad, right? Uh, all right, so we've got some uncomfortable stuff to talk about. It's gonna feel like 102 to 103 this afternoon and possibly over 105 tomorrow so we could see a heat advisory. I'll show you when we start to see cooler temperatures and more rain coming up. Some high school football teams will take the field later than usual tonight.
4: Why just a half hour change to kickoff could make a huge difference when it comes to beating the heat.
3: And we can use now a man was found dead in U.S. 70 in Johnston County earlier this morning. Our state highway patrol says you can help as they try to figure out what happened.